Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Usually, each week we discuss a chapter from the Harry Potter series, but today we're doing something a little different. I'm Robin. And I'm Diana. We're de- uh, today we're doing a bonus episode, um, 49 and 3 sevenths, Black Girls Nerd Out in London. We have some really quick announcements. Use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. You can also tag and follow us at We Black and Nerds. We're posting some really awesome stuff on Twitter and our Instagram because we're in London. Um, submit to Hogwarts BSU and imagine life as a Black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, you can check out our website, blackgirlsnerdout.com, for guidelines. Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons just lying around. Please consider donating to BGNO. We have a lot of dope things we want to do and are doing, but we need your help. If you go to blackgirlsnerdout.com slash donate, you can find all the ways we take donations. Um, subscribe to our newsletter. Um, most weeks we um, put out a newsletter with like nerd news and links and stuff, so you can stay in the know about what's going on in your fandoms. Mostly our fandoms, and so if they cross over with our fandoms, then you're in luck. Um, <laughs> there hasn't been one in a while because we're traveling and stuff, but you know, when we get back, we'll see. So we don't really have any news. We're going to, um, talk about news and things during our regular, regular episode. And also there really hasn't been much news except we are going to see the cursed child tomorrow. I don't know what y'all are doing, but we're going to go see the cursed child. Yep. Um, Alex Lackamore from Hamilton. He went to see the cursed child like two days ago. And that was nice or whatever, but tomorrow, we're going. We are doing that. My mom texted us like, somebody said this play is like five hours. And I was like, yeah, it's like, it's two parts. There's a big break in the middle. We can go get some dinner? Yeah. She was like, that's commitment. Yeah. That's what we do here. It's fandom. This we is are, why we're here. We are committed to this Potter uh, But, because we got here on Wednesday, and the play isn't until Sunday. We did other things that were awesome. Um, so this is the bonus episode where we're going to talk about them. Obviously, this is like the middle of our trip, so we're going to do other things. But um, the first kind of like leg of our like stay here has been just doing like tours and stuff. So we did a walking tour of London that's like Harry Potter related. And then we went to King's Cross and we did the studio tour yesterday. Um, yeah, so we're just going to talk about what we thought about that stuff. We're super tired, obviously, because we've been walking around. But, you know, got to get some fit points up. Um, so, yeah. So, let's start with the walking tour. Um, so, I before we just, or when we decided that we were coming to London and we were planning out what we wanted to do, there are a couple of walking tours that you can do and you can pay people. Um, we, we crossed the path with a couple of the more, the guided walking tours. Um, but there's a lot of stuff online. So just so you guys know, we are balling on a budget and, uh, it was one of those things where you can find so many, um, resources online that of places to go and things to see that we just decided to do kind of our own walking tour. And I found one that was laid out direction by direction, stop by stop. Uh, and that's what we decided to try. I think so, the other thing with that, and, like, it's a thing that I I feel like was in our heads we didn't realize till we went to King's Cross, which we can talk about more when we get to that, is also just we're a different kind of 
Potterhead in a way, and y'all know that. So like standing with a bunch of other people as they talk about like this one thing for you know what I mean? Like it's also great for like to do a self guided tour because you can like move in your own pace. Um, and you can be like, oh, this is awesome, and, like, stay for a while. Or you can be like, I don't really care about this, and not go. Um, as opposed to, like, you can't really do that when you're on a guided tour. One, because you already paid for it, so I'm not going to waste the money. Um, but also because you're, like, moving in a group and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, and we could pinpoint the things that we really wanted to try to see. Uh, which, we still haven't seen the Millennial Bridge, which I want to see, but I don't know. I'm scared of it. We have some time. I know we have time, but I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about that. But uh, we we really pinpointed on the things that we wanted to just do and see, and we did spend a lot of time uh, and not a lot of time on other things. So the one part of the tour was to go to the Australia house, which is the embassy house, um, where they filmed some of the movie. I think it the it was. Green got, but it's an embassy, so you can't go inside, and they only film the interiors for Green Gots in there, so we skipped that because okay, we can go look at the outside of a building in which they filmed Green Gots, but the outside wasn't what they the filmed. outside is what they filmed, oh, and it we weren't look like Green Gots, yeah, so. and it's a cool building, and it's pretty or whatever, but nah, yeah, it's not Green Gots, <laughs> it's um, not Green Gots. Yeah, and then there was, like, some weird stuff in the beginning where they were like, you can imagine what this thing is, and it's not really what it is. It was specifically Diagon Alley, which, like, Robin found her door, which was cool. Um, But I feel like also the way that... Sometimes, like, the way it was written was a little confusing. Yeah, we were Um, definitely walking around like, oh, this actually isn't a thing. It's just... They're just saying, you should imagine it. Yeah, it has a magical feel. Like, we just walked ten blocks for this. Yeah. Then there's other stuff where it was like, oh, no, like, this is, like, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's also just, you know, find, there's, like, a bunch of them online, so you also just, like, find the one that works for you. And be open-minded, because you don't know, like, when I, I read it, and it seemed like, okay, yeah, this is a good one, but then when you're walking and things are like, oh, no, I don't, this is weird, and the directions are weird. Yeah. Uh, the directions are really confusing, walking, um, which, you know, I don't know that until I get on the street and I'm like, wait, make a left, right, what? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, one thing about the tour that I really liked, though, was the, like, leaky cauldron. It was basically, like, in between these this step or these few things, there's um, the leaky cauldron, or what would be where do you basically find figure out what you think the leaky cauldron would be mm-hmm. located because it's hidden from muggle eyes. Um, and then there were other places where like, this is kind of the inspiration for, um, right. and we went down one street where near there's a Hardy sweet shop. Um, and they had a, like a Harry Potter pack of sweets. So you could get a chocolate frog and, uh, fizzing with bees. Well, they're just called fizz whizzes or something like that. But yeah, um, and like birdie bots and birdie bots and things. So you could do that, but also on that through this little alleyway, the specific one because we went to one Hardee's and it wasn't the right one. But in this specific place, it was like this is kind of the inspiration for what Diagon Alley felt like, and you could see it. And it was a really windy street, and there was a curve, and we were just like. Wasn't there cobblestone? There were like, cobble. It yeah. was cobblestone. It was and really like you could see it and be like, oh yeah, this is 
like the inspiration for mm-hmm. or what she had in her brain when she was or what we think she may have had in her brain when she was describing and writing. These right. Stories. And so it was kind of cool because with the with the books, um, a lot of it is like just imagining what she would have imagined. And then there were like specific sites like mm-hmm. that they filmed in for movies. So we did go to where they filmed um, like the Ministry of Magic scene with the Polyjuice Potion and Deathly Hollows Part 1. So we saw that because it was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we didn't get to Millennium Bridge. That's just because it was, like, hella far from where we were. And we were tired and <laughs> we wanted to go to King's Cross. Um, so, yeah. So it's just kind of, like, yeah, it's, like, part imagining and part, like, actual, like, sights. Um, we did pass the Sherlock Holmes Pub. Um, which was really cool. We didn't go inside, but, like, it's awesome. And maybe we should go at some point. I think we should. We should. Um, I do think, too, it's really... And this is something that came to me on the studio tour and stuff. It's over there, is the movie... And the movies are great, right? But we're not fans of the movie in a vacuum. Like, we're fans of the movie because they're based off of these books. And we're book fans. It's like, and I that's always... that's why the sites don't really... Yeah. It doesn't really translate. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I got... I have a muggle cold. Um, but it doesn't always translate. And so, if you're ever thinking about doing a tour, be careful of how heavy they rely on movie sites and things especially when it's like oh this isn't um inspiration for like the hogwarts bridge which is the hogwarts bridge didn't exist it was something from the movies right and i mean that and the fact that like most of the movies were filmed at the 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 studio studio. and leafston and they made most of their (laughs) shit um which we'll talk about but they made most of their shit, so it's not just going to be lying around London. Yeah. Um, a lot of, and then also, um, you know, we went to the outside of the Ministry of Magic, and there's no phone booth because that was a prop that they made and then took down. Mm-hmm. And their, the um, toilets they built and took down. So they're, they're not just there. They're not working. Um, those things don't exist in everyday London. Right. So, but it's also, I think just really great way to walk through London. This is my third time in London. And so this was, we would walk past somewhere and I'm like, Oh, I, I know where I'm at right now. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's going to be a, you know, we were going somewhere and I was like, there's a TARDIS outside of the stop. And there was. there was, and it was cool because like, I was like, I know where I'm at. And I told Brianna that, but it was kind of like, I pretty damn sure there's a TARDIS right out front here. Mm-hmm. And we walked outside and she was like, oh my God, there's a TARDIS out here. And I was like, ah! And I was looking for it because she told me, <laughs> but even still, just seeing it, I was like, oh my God. Um, that's the other cool thing because it's like you're you're looking at it from a different perspective. perspective. And I know like Robin earlier before we started, she was like, do you want to go see like the like the real touristy stuff? And I was like, I don't really care that much. Like the only reason I've ever cared about London is because of Harry Potter. And so it's been my dream to go to London to do Harry Potter shit. So all the other stuff is, like, cool. Um, and, like, if we see some Doctor Who shit, that's also, like, amazing. But literally my dream was to go for Harry Potter. Which all is the other what stuff we're doing. Is like, which is what we're doing, which is awesome. Um, but, it's also, which, but it's cool because also the tour did take us through, like, some, like, landmarks and, like, you know what I mean? Um, but that's not why I'm here. 
Yeah. But it was still cool. We also saw that um, the king in the north um, is in Romeo and Juliet. And we tried to get tickets. And, but it's, and it's directed by... Um, Gilderoy Lockhart. And the master uh, is, is in it. Mercutio. Not, not the, the old master before he remembered he was a time lord. Yes. Um, Who also is in Vicious on PBS. If you guys don't watch that, you should watch that. It's amazing. Ian McKellen's in it, too. Um, and Madam... The Bell, the the Bo Batten's headmistress, whose name just escaped me, Maxine. Maxine, yes, Madame Maxine is also in that show. Um, so yeah, we were just walking down the street looking for Harry Potter shit, and we and saw the, Richard Madden. We were like, "Hey!" I was like, "Oh, that's the King of the North." <laughs> and then I was like, "That's Romeo and Juliet. That's on right now. Right. <laughs> Let's go inside and see how much it costs." And obviously, it's like a short run, so it was sold out. And the ones that the tickets that we could afford <laughs> were like lottery. Like yeah. It was Hamilton. And yeah. Yeah. They're gone. So we then left our walking tour. I think we spent probably like three hours on the walking tour, maybe before yeah. we decided to go to King's cross. Um, and the other great thing I would say is that I'm not sure it's either London or Paris, but one of the two cities have like the oldest underground um, subway system and they worked out a lot of their stuff. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. It's it's really intuitive. Um, we get a little turned around every once in a while, but it's like there's signs and they say a light to get off, which confused the hell out of me because yeah. it still doesn't make sense to me, that word for that meaning, but still. Um, you know, we minded the gap and some of those gaps are scary because it's like you got to step up and there's a big ass gap in the middle. I'm just like, what is this? I'm like, I get afraid that I'm going to drop things in gaps, um, which, um, but yeah, like I just like, yeah. So those things, like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm not, I don't, I'm not afraid I'm going to fall. I'm just afraid I'm going to drop shit. Yeah. And they're really large sometimes. Some of them aren't and some are just like, why is this like this? But it's fine. She's moving Harriet, her dragon, closer to her. I got I got a dragon, and I named her Harriet, after Harriet something. I got, I'm on my third journal that I bought. <laughs> I know, and, and we're going to a, a store that has, like, Harry Potter stationery, and it's, like, exclusive, so Robin's about to lose all of her shit and her money. I love stationery so much. <laughs> I um, love graphic design. I'm so excited. So, anyway, so we... Back to, uh, back to, um... Back to our tour. So, we... Yeah. We got to the point of the tour, and I can put on, I can tweet it out, the tour that I found, and it's a little bit old, um, which might have also been a thing, but I think it's just kind of, it's weirdly worded, and there are some things that um, I wouldn't, we skipped, we just were yeah. like, we're not doing that, um, but we did about two and a half, three hours walking uh before we decided to finally go to King's Cross, which we got on uh, the, we would we had just passed like the outside of the Ministry of Magic, and we got on um, the underground and went straight there. So there used to be an issue. This is a long time ago. This is like after the first book. The books were still coming out, and there used to be an issue about Harry Potter fans clogging up like a working train station. Um, going to platforms nine and ten, and taking pictures, and so they 
have, and I don't know, and I'm going to try to figure this out somehow, but before you get tickets to go into the, to to the actual trains, they have put a trolley, you've all, you've probably all seen it, the trolley halfway through the wall, and it's a platform nine and three quarters, and there's a gift shop, and you stand in line, and then you can take your picture by the platform. So the line was, like, super long, and we got there, and, like, as adults, you know, our first, like, initial reaction was, like, do we really want to stand in line to take a picture? And then we very quickly were, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, we don't want to stand in line, but we're taking this picture. You stood in line for an hour. Hour. So the, the line was about an hour long, um, and then it's very weird, because they had a photographer taking pictures, but kind of like a Splash Mountain type situation, you know? They take your picture, and then you go and buy it, but I didn't ever see the place where you would buy that oh, picture. Oh, that's because we didn't look at it. If you walk oh. in and it's like right to the oh, okay, we I just, just walked. Didn't. Yeah, we just walked right by it because we just, there was a Ravenclaw there was, section and there was and stuff. There was stuff, uh, but yeah, so it was funny because we like got in the line, um, and so we're just you know we're standing there and it's fine. And then as you get closer, you kind of see like what, what they're, they're doing. Um, and so this was the moment where we realized that like, and like obviously it's not really surprising. It's not surprising, but just to articulate it, it was kind of a moment where it was just like an epiphany where you're like, it was, oh, we were laughing because we're a different kind of Potterhead. Potterhead. Um, because <laughs> we were, first of all, we were pointing out all the inconsistencies. So like, why would they, why would it say platform nine and three quarters on the brick wall where the trolley's going in? Obviously that, that's the first violation of statute of secrecy. secrecy. Um, second of all, why, like they're like, so they give us, they give you scarves. Um, which is cool, but yeah. like they so were like, house. "Here's a wand," and so like, wave the wand. Why would you have you your wand out as we're going through the bar- barrier? And then if you wanted to take group pictures, they were like, "Do you want to duel? duel? Why would you like this? Isn't even statute of secrecy. This is just like common sense. Why would you be dueling on your way into, into a the- barrier? You have to be paying attention to where you're going." <laughs> and then they would ask you to jump. So they were saying like you had to jump through the platform. I'm guessing is like their logic. And so we were like, we're not jumping because you you walk. Because it doesn't look like you're even if you wanted to make it look like you were running. It doesn't look like that. So they would just have people jump. They were having they people were like, like jumping. They were jumping, and it was like that doesn't look like you're doing, doing anything. anything. It looks or like going you're, anywhere. It looks like you're jumping with a barrier out of a wall. Like it just it's didn't. Weird. It didn't. And then they would mad. throw the scarf. So they put it the scarf like on weird. Were, so that you would have a long scarf trailing you, like the fourth doctor type mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, and then they'd be like, one, two, three, scarf. And he would throw the scarf. Um, Sometimes it didn't work. Like, like yours, it just went crazy. Bayana's was really cute. It was like swirly and it looked like she was moving. Mine just went straight to the back of my head. He just threw it at the back of my head. Um, so I just looked like, I don't know how to wear a scarf. Yeah. So we were like getting, like as we were getting closer, we were like, oh, we're going to be difficult. Yeah. And then there were these two girls in front of us. And where were they from? They think they're from Brazil. Um, I feel like because the, like, the one dude was trying to get mm-hmm. everybody was wrong. Yeah, I think they were from Brazil. Um, they were so, kind of laughing at us. And then as they started to pay attention, they were like, oh, oh y'all yeah. have points. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, why are you doing this? Yeah. So, but then they ended up going in front of us and they jumped, I think, because of peer pressure or something. But I think they took a, they took a standing picture. Yeah. And then they did jump because they were like, jump! You know, it's also They just do like, it. They just say jump. And I'm like, mm. no. And like, for us, I think, because 
as soon as we took like our regular picture, we just started moving. We just started like moving, leaving, and they were like, "You don't want to jump." I'm like, no. And then they're like, "You want to take a picture together?" And we were like, "Okay." And then, or no, they were like, "I don't understand why you don't want a wand." Yeah, I as I was, as I jump. like, we switched, and then so it was Robin's turn, and so I was taking a picture, and like the girl was like, "Oh, you guys are like Harry Potter fans, like big Harry Potter fans." We're like, "Yeah." Um, and then they asked, so Robin took her first picture and they were like, jump, or no, did you, no, you went up and they were like, oh, do you want a wand? And you were like, no. And she was like, I don't understand why you don't want wands. And I <laughs> didn't say anything because I'm like, I don't want to sound like a snob, but I am like, when it comes to Harry Potter, because I was like, I'm going to, knowing me, y'all know me, I took a, you know the moment when Lavender is crying about her rabbit dying and Hermione's like, well, let's look at this logically. <laughs> I had one of those, I almost had a moment, and I was like, no, Bayana, let's just take that, you know? That tact. Internalize let's, it. Let's learn the lesson that Hermione did learn and have because, some tact, not because, rain on everyone's parade because right. they're wrong. Because I hella would have, because if I had been straight up Hermione, I would have been like, because why would I have a wand out in the middle of muggle, of this muggle, like, <laughs> station? Um, they clearly would know that I'm a, like, this Wait. is... All of this doesn't make sense. So I just, instead, I just did act like I didn't hear her, and I <laughs> took the picture for Robin. It was also funny it. because um, I had taken Bayana's picture first, and so I was over there, and they had, so they're like, they're cool, though. They let you take your own pictures because mm-hmm. they know that you probably don't want to pay for it there if, or if you, you know. Um, and so she was like, oh, is she going to, or she was like, jump. I was like, she's not going to jump. <laughs> And so then, then Bayana goes to take my picture, and she's like, she doesn't want to want. <laughs> like, yeah. we were just like, we don't, we don't want to do this. No. Um, also, I thought it was pretty funny, though. So we were waiting in line for an hour, and there was a guy, like a father behind us, who we had saw earlier on the guided Harry Potter tour. They, like, passed by us, and we, I, we clocked his black dog uh, yeah. shirt. And, yeah, and, like, he was taking a picture of his daughter, and we were like, this looks like a, because nobody, like, it wasn't like, people weren't in cosplay and stuff. There were, like, Mm-mm. a few t-shirts here and there, so we were, like, and, like, it was, a, you know, it's, like, a random alley, like, yeah. door door, and we're, like, this is a Harry Potter tour. Yeah, because um, we were at, like, the... And we, like, asked, and they were, like, yeah, yeah. but, yeah. The we, visitor's entrance, right, mm-hmm. for the Ministry mm-hmm. of Magic, which literally is an alley, so yeah. um, we asked, and they were, like, yeah, so they ended up behind us at platform nine and three quarters and it was really funny because we're standing in line and we all have that moment like i'm not saying that that was weird because we we even have the moment where we look at the line and we're like really do we want to do this because it's it's a long line line. to take a picture with the trolley halfway through a wall Mm -hmm. um so then the dad so but like so the way it works is like people were taking pictures by themselves and then they were taking group pictures. Like we even did it, you know, like yeah. one of Bayana by herself, one of me by myself and then one of us together. And which we don't have because nobody took a picture from our phones from that. And we're not paying for it. Yeah. So we it just, probably didn't look good either. Cause Robin at the last minute started swinging the wand. So I was just like, <laughs> it's a picture. And I was like, what are you doing? Pictures move, but not. Okay. Um, so, Everyone is taking these pictures, and everyone has waited in line. I just had this very, like, anti-fandom moment, or, like, it was, like, this moment that, like, really offended my fandom, because it's, like, yeah, no one wants to be in this long-ass line, but once they get up there to take their picture, like, let them have their moment. And the daughter they, was, like, because, like, when they yeah. first got there, he was, like, the dad was, like, I let's re- go. Let's, like, we're not doing this, but she was, like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life, and she's, like, <laughs> a, she was maybe a teenager. Yeah. Um, 
like older teenager or whatever. And she was like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. Like, like I'm going to stand in line. And that was a moment where I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but, I'm, you know, he's his dad. He doesn't get it. I know, like, my parents would be like, really? I mean, this is my um, third time in London. Stand and in it's line. the first time that like I even, yeah, this is my third time in London. It's the first time I even tried to go because I've gone with, like, friends who didn't get it or my parents or my family who all muggles. <laughs> so, um, I totally get that, like, muggle, like, why are you doing this? And it, and it is, like, such a cheesy kind of picture, but it's a, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And so then he goes up to the person that's taking the pictures, and he's like, you know, there's a long line, and the line is getting even longer, and I just think that you should just have them take one picture and move on for so it will go faster. And I was, like, so offended. And my aunt was like, it's not your place. And I was like... <laughs> You're right. I just started getting closer to the, right. the front. Like, the longer we were standing there, Robin started, like, trying to respond to people. I was like, you don't work here. Well, <laughs> there was also, like, so there's a, you can, so there there's a line, and then on one side is a door for, it's a working train station, yeah. right? So there's a door for um, services or something. But from that, in front of that door, you could get a very good, like, view of the trolley, and so some people were, like, taking selfies behind it, trying to, like, circumvent the line and still get their picture with the nine and three quarters sign, which, one, you're standing in front of a working station, and they were like, please move, and I already know because... you're in the background of the picture. Yeah, so I already know that they're, the thought of, like, the workers there is, like, if we, if this starts becoming a thing, they'll make us take this down, Mm -hmm. because, like... First things first, people need to be able to get in and out of, like, the trains that they take to live. You know, like, this is not, like, it's like going to Grand Central Station and having people, like, clog up something. It's, like, for, like, for like not fandom. actually going anywhere. Like, yeah, people are going to the station to take a picture and then leave. So, um, yeah, it was one of those things where I could see them being, like, you need to keep this clear. But then it was also, like, okay, this person has waited in line and done it the right way, and then you're going to be in the background of their picture because you have no chill. Yeah. Like, so I was getting just really, like, it was, like, offending my fandom on all different levels because, yeah, I don't want to be in this long-ass line either, but that's how it rolls, you know what I mean? And, like, once someone gets there, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, you can only take one picture. It's like, no, you get your, like, get it out. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, and I was happy. Like, everyone was... There was this family, oh my god, there was like these two kids and they had a baby mm-hmm. and they all had on different things. None of them were Hufflepuffs. That's, okay, that's the other thing really quickly. <laughs> um, like literally, so they had two Gryffindor scars, which makes sense. Like the thing is, is for me, like Robin gets mad sometimes about um, like there being more Gryffindor and Slytherin stuff than like... I don't get mad about there being more. I get mad that there are things there that they don't then make for other houses. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's part of it. There's more. And part of that like, is you can have like buy and it, demand yeah, like, type... Make 12 Gryffindor ones and one Ravenclaw one, and I'll be happy. But, right. like, give me the option. But, you, yeah, so that's part of the thing is, like, in terms of just straight-up economics and supply and demand, they know most people. And I think now it's starting to change a little bit. Probably, you know, Fantastic Beasts will change that. Also, Pottermore. Pottermore. Um, and just, like, people growing up and realizing that, hey, you're probably not all Gryffindor. <laughs> um, but, so because, so there's, like, two Gryffindor scars, and then there's one of every one, but literally no one picked up the Hufflepuff. Like, I was, at first I was just kind of like, oh, I it didn't was, even think there was one. Like, we were, like, farther back in the line. I didn't see anyone with it. And so I didn't, initially I thought there was just a Gryffindor and Slytherin. 
Um, and then I saw somebody had a Ravenclaw, so I was like, okay, they do. And then it was so many people that, like, I didn't even think they had a Hufflepuff I would say card it was probably, like, until one Until we got close in, enough to see it. One in every 40, 50 people would pick up a Hufflepuff scarf. Like, which, literally, like, mathematically just doesn't work. But, like, I literally did not see a single... Like, at first I was just like, okay, whatever. I saw, And like, then once I, I actually saw the scarf, like, just, like, you know, because they uh-huh. had, like, a place to hang the scarves when people weren't using them. Like, once I actually saw it, I was like... Oh, so just no one's picking it up. Um, and so then I add, and then the like the dude like immediately assumes everyone wants Gryffindor, which makes sense. Um, it's like dumb, but it makes sense. Um, so he like had the Gryffindor, and I was like, "Not can I do Hufflepuff?" And he was like, "You're the first one who's requested that." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I didn't see anyone with it at all." Um, yeah. So that was like one of the things. Which is the other thing is I was like not tripping if they didn't have it because I'm also a Ravenclaw. Um, but because they had it and no one else used it, I was like, okay, like I have to, it's that, yeah. it's that loyalty that <laughs> And even I have like a, I just think like of the, I call them the like second tier houses. Like even I as someone from a second tier house is just like, oh, so y'all just not gonna, like mathematically it doesn't work. Like Brianna said, like we're, you're not all Gryffindor, you're not all Slytherin. And I think it's like. When you're first becoming a fan, right, it's like, okay, in contrast to Gryffindor, I'll be a Slytherin. So that's probably, like, you know, why there's more, those are the two main, Mm -hmm. you know, things. And also those are the two main houses in the story. That's where most of the conflict comes from. But, like, I literally saw, like, three people, one of whom was Bayana, put on a Hufflepuff scarf. And we were in that line for over an hour. And there are hundreds of people. But anyway, so there was this family, and so they were really cute. And it was like they had these two young girls who were probably like seven or eight, um, like in that range. And then they had like a baby, baby, Mm -hmm. who I really wanted to put on uh, like hair glasses, but neither here nor there. (laughs) Um, so they were taking a lot of pictures and the girls were so happy. Like, it was so cute. Like it was, I don't even like children and it was insanely cute. Um, they were bubbly and jumpy and, um, then the guy behind me was like, why are like, there's so many, they're taking so many pictures. It's taking too long. And I'm like. Let them have their family moment, goddammit. It's like, homeboy didn't have to be in the line. Yeah, no one's asked, go, go, get a coffee you don't want to take and a sit down. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, so that was, and then there's the store. And so initially we started getting a little too snobby and we were like, this is clearly not the entrance to the platform or whatever. <laughs> but then we were like, maybe this is a distraction, right? Yeah. So that then all the actual witches and wizards can, like, go... Peacefully go through. Go through, um, like, by the actual platform. But, um... There's no barrier, which we, I've been none. trying to figure out if anyone listening knows this for sure, and I haven't... Obviously, like, it just dawned on me, and then I, I haven't been able to, like, do my research, but... Even the way that, like, she describes King's Cross, I feel like it's gone through a renovation or something. Cause I don't think, when she, I feel like she wasn't thinking of King's Cross when she, it was a different station that has a barrier like that. But she just she named it? she mushed it together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I think is why they did, they filmed between four and five, or yeah, between platforms four and five. Mm-hmm. 
I still think that that doesn't mean that, like, in the actual wizarding world, like, they don't use, like, something between 9 and 10. Yeah, I was even, like, like, I'm even, like, saying, like, now the way that it works, it's just, it's just space between 9 and 10. The platform between 10 and 11. Um, and then on the other... There's a barrier between 10 and 11. Yeah, sorry, yeah. And, um, on the other side, there's no barrier. But there is, like, two signs between 9 and 10, so Mm -hmm. I'm still thinking, like, if you're magical, you can probably, like... It's an invisible barrier, or like mm-hmm. a port key or something, and you just kind of disappear. You gotta do it stealth like. And um, so that's my new headcanon for that. But we were, yeah, so we were picking out all of the things that were going wrong, or that were just weird. Weird and inconsistent. And I mean, to the, the other story. thing is like, the other thing is like, because we're like, you know, we're close reading, we were like mm-hmm. really in this at this point, like. I was also thinking, like, as a kid, like, even as, like, even if I had gone as, like, a teenager, I probably wouldn't have wanted to jump. The uh, jumping made no sense. But I might have picked up a wand. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's also that. Like, then you start getting, like... But it was also, too, just, like I said, like, we were... You get there and you're a little bit like, oh, this is... Why are we in this long-ass line, blah, blah, and you're, it's your cynical... But then the closer you get, the more you're just like, it's magic and yeah, it's Harry it's Potter happening. and your like excitement overtakes you. And then you're just like, I'll jump if you jump and jump. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't jump, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like it was very much, it was so great to see like people in line with like frowns or just like, ugh, you know, in line. And then as soon as they got up there, they were like, yes, mm-hmm. let's do this. Um, so we, I was feeling kind of like, oh. Back to this whole, like, commercialization versus commodification thing, mm-hmm. where it's, like, this book series has always been very commercial. It's always been very popular. Like, um, Birdie Bots have, be- have been out for a- Hell a long. so long. Like, probably after the second or third book when it was, like, oh, this is a thing, yeah. right? So, they are were already, like, capitalizing on this stuff, like, early. Um, I'm not so upset at that as I am at like certain things that I just feel like don't need a price tag or don't need to be so it was just a lot like there there was like nine and three quarter shirts which was super cute um and then there was like Ravenclaw stuff and everything um Hufflepuff there was like a whole sections for yeah, your that, house you should even if you don't want to go like take a picture and you're in King's Cross you should go into the store yeah because like it's pretty small um and it's crowded because it's like hell of people <laughs> but it's like they have really good stuff they have really good stuff but then there were like so there were I think earrings we were looking at and I was mm-hmm. like you can get these same earrings on Etsy like made by a fan or right. something and they cost like half as much mm-hmm. and they're the same quality so th- that was like kind of the like for some of it, yeah. For some of it, it was just like, oh, this isn't like the best quality, and they're you know the price is whatever, just because it's the Warner Brothers store mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was, um, I mean, that's just something that you have to like accept and be aware of, and it's a part of it, you know. But it still kind of bums me out a little bit because like. I just feel like I don't want this thing that I love so much to be so capitalistic in 
in this weird way. I mean, it definitely way. takes the magic out of it sometimes. Like, yeah. There's some moments there's, where, Oh, that's like, the thing. Like, the Marauder's map is like was, like, 40 pounds. And I was just like, I don't understand. It's parchment. But you could right. also buy parchment. You yes. could. You can buy parchment. It was really just paper, though. Yeah. That was, like... Rolled up. Sheets. Yeah. Um, but you could still buy it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, it was, like... I don't know. Yeah, it was interesting. It was fun. Like, I would definitely do the store again. I probably yeah. understand the... Like, I got that picture, and that's cool. Um, but I would definitely go to the store again. That's the other thing, is I actually finally have Harry Potter, like, gear, which I've never had because I never find cute stuff. Um, also, it's usually, like, just... Like, in the U.S., just in random stores, it's usually just Gryffindor and Slytherin. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to wear that. And then, mm-hmm. like, the basic Hogwarts shirts usually aren't that cute. Um, yeah, I got a cute Hogwarts shirt. Yeah, I mean, like, um, sometimes you can find it, yeah. but, like, generally when I... Well, them, obviously, I, I got a cute Hogwarts shirt, shirt at the studio tour. Right, so that's so, different. That's, that's a different, different place, yeah. but, um, yeah. So that's, like, one of the things, um, just, oh, no, um, being me, like, I can't... It's, like, I'm my mother's daughter, so I can't buy things that aren't You're not cute. gonna wear. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna, that I'm not gonna wear. Um, just because it's, like, Hogwarts, it's gotta be both. Um, so I got, like, two shirts that are cute and that I will wear. Um, so that's cool. So then we left there, we did dinner or whatever, and so yesterday, Friday, um, was the day for the studio tour, and it's really exciting. We, I got the time wrong, and that freaked us out. Like, we had just a rough morning go. Like, things weren't really going our way. Um, I was trying to, we were trying to find, you know, things that we wanted to have in order to, like do the show and do extra things and it just wasn't working. And so we kind of got to the train, like, ugh, you know, and then we, so you take, we took the (laughs) underground train to the overground train and it wasn't probably, it took us like an hour and a half. Um, and it's like out of the way, which like makes sense because it's a working studio. Um, so it's not actually in London, it's in Leavesden. It's in, um, yeah, but it's, like, but you in have Watford. To, like, yeah, so you, you take a train, you take the overground to Watford, and then there's a shuttle, which is cool, because, like, that they actually, they do have a shuttle from Watford to the studio, um, it has, like, big Harry Potter, like, yeah. stuff on it, um, and so then, yeah, so then you, like, drive even more out of the way, but luckily, <laughs> like, they're doing it, yeah. um, because I think they know that most people are gonna, like, not drive, um. And they're yeah. going to exactly. And it wasn't, and, like, that was the other thing, was, like, the shuttle wasn't expensive. It was, no. like, two fifty, which is basically, like, what it costs to get on a bus. Mm-hmm. Um, two quid. So, we get there, and, uh, so, well, no, so then I was looking at the times, and another thing is you have to be very careful, because my, it, in Britain, everything is on the 24-hour clock, and my, when I transferred it over... I did the math wrong, so I thought our reservation was at three, and it was at two, so then we got really stressed out, and then I was trying to call. It's hard to call somewhere when you don't, when have, you don't have an international SIM card or whatever. Or Wi-Fi. Or Wi-Fi, or yeah, Wi-Fi. so I ended up using um, an app. We've been using this app back and forth because it's cheaper to text uh, or to message on that through that app, especially if you have Wi-Fi, it's free, um, than it is to, like, use your phone we didn't get SIM cards and so finally get a hold of them and they're like oh no it's fine just come whenever um I think they do like times to kind of help space out the crowds yeah uh so don't 
So don't come late if you can. Yeah, if you can. If you like, can, come on time. But if you, if you don't, if you do end up being late, then it's, like, not a big it's deal. It's not a big deal. But, yeah, don't, like, buy a... I'm, don't buy a ticket for, like, a different day and then be like, oh, well, Black Girl Nerd said it's not a big deal if I bought my ticket on Saturday and I come on no, Friday. No. Like, no, no, no. We were, like, an hour and a half late. Also, um, I would go earlier. Yeah. Because, like, we set our thing for, um, like, for Three. two. Oh, yeah. Was, like, the like our actual reservation was two. And we were in there for a good, like, Five, six hours? Yeah. Um, so they told us, um, and this is another thing about our about fandom, us, they yeah. said it should take about three hours. And we, we were in there for five and a half, six hours. Yeah. And I still could, like, there are things that I don't feel like I really looked at enough. Yeah. Um, the Black's tapestry was, like... we Yeah, that I, was a moment where we were, like, we took a bunch of, like, detail. We were, like, actually looking at it. We were asking questions, and the girl was, like, oh... Okay. Because <laughs> that's the other thing that, like, it's funny because nobody expects us to be, like, not only do you, like, not only do you not encounter, like, real, like, like, analytical Potterheads um, very often, but you also don't expect them to look like us. <laughs> yeah. So that's the other thing is, like, we get there and we're like, okay, so, like, this isn't, so what's going on here? And, like, did you actually do, like, actually, like, is how questions yeah. how versus, correct is this? family tree to Joe's family tree or is it just something that they made to look good for the um, movie or you know we were asking like those kind of questions and I think too we were I mean there it was it was beautiful because there was so many different people we were like taking pictures for these Japanese girls Mm -hmm. and they were taking pictures for us and they were like you know I saw a group of like French students and Mm -hmm. they were multicultural as well and like there was, like, so many different people, but yeah. we were definitely, I think, the only two black Americans. Yeah. Um, and not very many black people. I mean, we're there's just not very many black people in general. Um, but of all of the black people, we were the only Americans. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> yeah. I think that so there we, is, we were getting some looks like oh oh yeah okay <laughs> it was like oh okay they're cute they they got their little like we had our like harry potter gear on or whatever yeah. and then it's like no they're like in it yeah um yeah so like we so we kind of so we finally got in or whatever and it's really cool to see just like how much they built, built. um and so yeah it's just it's it's amazing it's like one of those things where like any like you were saying anyone would want to go, like, whether they're into Potter or not, yeah. um, would like it because it's so, like, artistic and there's just so many things that they, like, crafted by hand or, yeah. like, they're like, yeah, this took X amount of days to do. Um, there is a spot, a spot about, like, um, special effects and, like, CGI and stuff, but, like, most of it, they built it and then they did. So it's, like, part of it, they were Like, for example, because- for, like, the Dementors, like, they built Dementors mm-hmm. and models and they were going to film them through water so they would get this, like, look. And they did the whole process, and they were like, okay, that took three days, and it was one Dementor, and right. so we're going to have to do this ACGI. Right. And um, then there's, like, also, like, they built an entire, like, a rep, like a, um, they built a Buckbeak. Yeah. And an Aragog. Yes. Um, Aragog they, was, there's a, there's a, there's a Hungarian Horntail, like, a full model that's not, not, like, not to scale, um, but, like, a, 
like a smaller version and then there's like a huge, huge head, head um that's like to scale um there's uh there's a mooney there's a padfoot there I got to almost pet padfoot there's a creature um like the mermaids the grindylo like the inferi like there's all of it they like they're full cast of like hermione um when she's in the water like uh-huh. i think that's what they use um so the dobby was rude the dobby was rude it was really rude yeah but no, so one of the things that I was thinking about was that as a, like, I was a film major and as a, like, you know, I will continue and forever give these movies shit for their inconsistencies with the oh, book. wait, but I know exactly, I have to find the picture now, but I know who to give shade for for the Order of the Phoenix because it was, oh this yeah dude, this dude wrote, so there's, so they have like the screenwriter who wrote every movie except for Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. And so the one who wrote Order of the Phoenix, let me find the picture. Because I saw it and I was like, Harry Potter. It's your fault. Um, but yeah, no, so I was, while she's looking for the screenwriter, I, <clears throat> I was a film major and I will, like, you know, there are so many issues with the movies um, as adaptations, but you, but I think for the most part, I think we've said, like, as adaptations, I, I give the movies, like, an A-plus job, but it's just, it's, it's my favorite book of all time mm-hmm. and it means so much to me that any deviation I'm like why but I know why but why Mm -hmm. so as a film person in general though it really like that it really like stoked that like love in me of like how artistic and um collaborative film is and like how much mastery goes into everything like if you when you walk into the house in Privet Drive they hand wrote some of the shadiest awards for Dudley Mm -hmm. on the wall and like you won't necessarily see them in the movie you might see his name because it's written big and you can tell that it's a award but you're not going to notice that it's the award for eating all of his lunch eating all of your lunch that screenwriter by the way of order of the phoenix is michael goldenberg michael goldenberg give him all your shade steve cloves wrote all of the other ones yeah um he burned down the borough for he did do that he did burn down the borough um but yeah, but. so like you, so like initially, the first thing you see is the Great Hall. Um, Which, can we talk about? Or, we might want to keep like some surprises for yeah. people for like. But the way that they show the Great Hall was just, like they do a very good job. So one of the things is like, they so they put you in these kind of like shoots, I would say, to kind of crowd control. So mm-hmm. you go through and they introduce you to what you're about to see and then you start the tour and then they pull pull in another group of people. I think just kind of like to give breaks, and yeah. so the crowds are better. Yeah, they're really like the, the, um, the way that they like like logistically, it's done really well. It's done really well. But there is a woman who was going it like she's like our introductory introductory person. It's a self guided tour, but they have two spots where they really like talk to you, mm-hmm. and she like goes through the whole thing, and they show a video, and then you go to start the tour. And she was so enthusiastic and, like, bubbly. And I was, like, telling Bayana because I'm miserable and crabby all the time and I can't do, like, cheery. I was, like, that woman was so happy and cheerful and energetic. And she does that X amount of times we a day. Left. She was only in that room. So we left. And, and she then she'd do it again. Do it again. And I could kind of hear her because of the way that we mm-hmm. were. I could hear her being, like, hello! like you know starting to start it again and I was like that's amazing and 
you get, I think it, that's partly because she's really good at her job, but then it's also partly because she freaking works at Hogwarts. Like, right. it's so magical. And, um, so yeah, so the way that they, like, do the entrance, they show you, like, a video, and then you're, like, just start the tour on your own. But the Great Hall, you get to see, like, the doors to Hogwarts, the, um, suits of armor that are carved in, mm-hmm. um, the walls of Hogwarts. And then you walk... Or- like the entrance hall. The entrance hall, yeah. yeah. And then you walk straight into the Great Hall. So from that door where McGonagall is like telling them they're about to be sorted, and mm-hmm. then she opens the door, like that's the door that you see. Yeah, and then it's just, and then it, you kind of like, you get to see kind of like the, you know, like the wardrobe for each house, mm-hmm. um, the like the place settings for like the tables, um, which were very detailed. Like they mm-hmm. had hogs heads on the like water pitchers. Which, um, in, like, a a different kind of movie, they would probably have, like, seven or eight of those for, like, the main spots where, like, you know, Harry sitting and Draco sitting. But, like, every single place setting was the same. Mm -hmm. They made however many of those. Right. And then there's, like, the starting hats on there with the stool. And then you get, like, the teacher's. Um, and the professors and stuff. And, and McGonagall, the, like, I knew it. You know what I mean? But, you know, when you see a movie, it's a lot of, like, just, like, shoulder up type stuff. But, like, her outfit, that's the aesthetic I want. It was legit. I would walk around like that today. Yo. And Snape's, Snape's suit was tight. Like. Yeah. Like, it's, a, yeah. It's very because it's sleek. all black and, like, you know, the way that it's filmed, you can't always tell. But, like, yeah. just the detail that's in a lot of these, like. The um, detail was so amazing. And then. They did do, um, I think it's Richard Gambon, Gambon's robes. Michael Gambon. Michael, yes. Michael Gambon's <laughs> robes in the Great Hall, but then when you go into um, Dumbledore's office, there's a portion, and they have one of Michael Gambon's robes and one of Richard Harris's robes. Mm-hmm. And then they talked about, like, because I think it's the same costume designer who went for a more, like, medieval, um, professorly robe choice for Richard Harris and then did more of a hippie um <laughs> I think is what they say in the in the uh thing like a more hippie or wizard hippie look for yeah. uh, Michael Gambon they did say that. and um and you can just see like they did not shirk on anything like they weren't really trying to cut corners that's and that's like the thing that's so because it's and they didn't have to do all of what they did. Because, you know, you yeah. see movies where, like you were just saying about the play setting, like you see movies where they don't do all of that and um, it turns out fine. Um, or when they use a lot of CGI and you may notice it and it may be kind of creepy sometimes, um, like in Twilight, for example. But in other, but it's still a movie and it works and you believe it. But like with this, like the amount of stuff that they just made and, then, and, like, even with the green, like, a lot, and that's the thing, it's also, you see in, like, a lot of movies where they use, where, like, you have the general setting, but then they use, like, CGI for, like, the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they literally, um, like, they just made a lot of that stuff. Like, the yeah. Magic is Might, um, they like, made they that. made that. Like, and the, and, 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 the, and the fountain before, like, that was there before, they made those figures. And, like, um... Yeah, they just, I, I mean, I'm looking through the pictures and so Like, the Gryffindor common room, they made, like, they, literally everything they made. And so, then the they Gryffindor just common room. Stuff, like, um, around it. Has um, things like they have a 
a muggle comic book that they made. I forget the name of it, but, like, they made a comic book. Like, all of the, like, paper goods and stuff, like, the Daily Profits and stuff like that, they, like, printed Daily Profits. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things is, like, you brought up Twilight, and I said this yesterday, was, like, Renesmee or whatever, like, that, that, I didn't, I never watched that movie, but from everything I, like, no, she was CGI for, like, more than half of the movie, and she was completely CGI. And her face moved in, like, weird ways that babies' faces don't move. And yeah. not, and, like, anyone's face yeah. doesn't move Uncanny way. Valley, right? Just, like, but that's the reason why, like, those movies, like, in ten years will be laughable, because the technology will change mm-hmm. in a way, and so, like, even though, like, the Quidditch scenes, for example, even though a lot of that is CGI, like, even now, like, some of the the scenes look like video games, mm-hmm. and that's kind of funny, but... And it's more in the first movie. And it's, yeah. Them. But they made, like, rigs mm-hmm. to, like, do as much as possible. So when you're seeing Harry um, on his back uh, going for the snitch and... Um, is that the second one? Remember he flipped over and he's, like, close to the floor? Oh, it might have been the second one. I think it's the second one. But, like, Daniel Radcliffe is on a broom that flipped mm-hmm. and, like, moved. And, and like, like, when they're dodging, dodging bludgers or, yeah. like, Malfoy passes Harry. Like, all that stuff actually, they did as much of that as possible. Yeah. And then we're the like, okay, now we, have to, yeah. now we have to add some stuff. But, like, even the Great Hall, like, the only thing in the Great Hall that we didn't see was the ceiling because that's green screen because making, and she said, because, you know, making planets and stars that shift with the hours is a little bit too uh, labor intensive. And it's like, yeah, of course. But the way she said it was like that if it had been easier, they, they would have done, done that shit. They would have tried it. So um, you walk through the Great Hall and then you are introduced to like the directors and they kind of talk to you about well, you see the um, the producers and the screenwriters, the two screenwriters, mm-hmm. and then the directors talk to you about like what they were doing and how hard, and it was really cool to see Chris Columbus talk about working with um, Daniel, Emma, and Rupert when they were younger and being like, okay, guys, don't look at the camera or look over here or, you know what I mean? And like really teaching them. And then he becomes a producer um, and Caron takes over, Alfonso Caron takes over for a prisoner of Askman and which was such a, I think, brilliant choice that they hired him to do that movie. And he talked about like, you know, having them do homework and stuff like that and, this is all on video. They're not standing there, obviously. Right. <laughs> um, but, <clears throat> you know, what he was thinking about and, like, make and have it and look in the feel of it. And then you talk to, like, Mike Newell, who's the only actual British director of any of these. And he talked about, like, because, you know, he does, like, the Yule Ball and stuff. And he talked about, like, knowing what it was like going to British schools and, like, trying to get capture the feel of 800 tiny anarchists in this, like, you know, classes are very formal. The uniforms right. are very formal. But they're still kids, and they're still going to, like, you know, have these inside jokes and do all these things. And so it was just super awesome how much thought and um, love was put into all of the movies by every person who had anything to do with it. And the set designer, who I took a picture of, I can't find... I'll, He's my favorite person in the world. He is. Because all of this stuff is freaking, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, And then there's, like, 
Yeah, so there's like Dumbledore's. Um, well, you office, see, we we see the um, the Gryffindor dormitory, which like yeah. the walls move. So like when we saw it, it was only Neville, Dean, Ron, and Harry's bed. So Seamus was excluded, but mm-hmm. um, but the walls move. The to walls move. Like, yeah, and, like, um, and they even and said, even like, with the Gryffindor common room too, like the walls move. Yeah, and so they built. Um, these beds for 11 year olds and then they said like by the end they just had to like scrunch Squirt, into yeah. them <laughs> which um, was and then i thought it was also cool how they like personalized a lot of the stuff so like um dean has like a uh west ham blanket on top yeah and like a scarf and then mm-hmm. like ron has like a hand-knitted blanket on top of his um yeah. like for molly and so that part was also really cool yeah, um, and then you see the the wand. There's like a wall. There's this like I really want it. I might end up doing it in my own house because you can buy all of these wands. The wands for each person, um, and how they were personalized. And like Bellatrix's wand has a kind of a gun look to mm-hmm. it because she's cray and mm-hmm. dangerous. Um, and you know like the bone wand for uh, Voldemort and stuff like that. So and then talking about, um, I guess in the first two movies, like there was some. Uh, design for the wands, but it wasn't really like as much. And Alfonso Cuaron came on and was like, you know, I, I feel like they should have more personality and they should have more magic to them. And so, like, taking them beyond sticks, you right. know, and just the idea that, like, he says, like, you know, I think that they should have, like, they should fit personality better, or, like, you know, have their own story. And then seeing what the props masters did with that direction, which was like, Oh, okay. Right. You <laughs> and, just gave us a green light. We're good. Yeah, we're, we're going. Like, they just... Yeah, and so, like, a lot of this... Yeah, this is the fact that, like, so much of the stuff was made. There's, like, this thing... Um, there's, like, a... What is, is it called Forced Perspective? Um, for the Leaky Cauldron in Prisoner of Azkaban, like, the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, where, when, like, when Harry and them are staying. It's not, like, an actual hallway. It's, like, this weird, like, prop setup where it's, like... Um, it's just, like designed in a way to make it look like there's this long ass hallway but it's like maybe eight feet yeah of like like long um so that was really dope um then there's like the mayor of said all of the oil all the paintings and like portraits are actually like oil well painted they and think about like how many people got paid like <laughs> they and i and i say that in like a beautiful way right like mm-hmm. how many jobs and stuff like so this like leaves in um, is a working studio, and it kind of like if you've ever been to Studio City in LA, right? So there's like the three studios, and everyone there, like if even if you don't work at the studio, like you work at the restaurant that has a bunch of people coming in and out because they work at the studio, mm-hmm. or you work at you know the the butcher, and someone comes in and is like, I need a bunch of bones for props for Harry Potter, like they're gonna go in the potions room, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever, and you're a artist and they're like hey you want to make some oil paintings portraits and like they had people they had like producers sit for portraits and they would sit for the one and then they would come back and do the other so it would move mm-hmm. so they had like frames that <clears throat> sorry that frames that were green screened so that like the moving the portraits that moved would move and then they had other ones that were just portraits Literally all of all the ones in um Dumbledore's office of like the headmasters they're all sleeping yeah it's really cool, and, and they like did some. They said did some treatment to it too, to right? Right? To make yeah. Look to make them look older. older. So they like made an oil painting, and then they distressed the paintings to make them look old. And then there's all of these like books in Dumbledore's office, and there's stacks and stacks of books. And I thought like 
the only thing is I wish we could have gotten deeper into Dumbledore's office, but yeah. it was kind of walled off. But I thought at one point, like, oh, they just painted books on the shelves, right? No, they took phone books and put leather covers over them and distressed them. Those are like you could take out a book mm-hmm. and flip through it. And it's an actual thing. It, oh. Yeah, and there's so many. Yeah, there's the so griffin for the stairwell, the pin sieve. Oh yeah, the gosh. griffin is like ridiculous. Yeah, um, and then they they have they have the like the skeleton dragon from I guess it's in Prison Azkaban too, but like the one that like fell with the mm-hmm. pixies in Chamber of Secrets. Like they have it, um, and it just like perched on top. They have like it's really you have to like make sure like because they have all the sets, we have to make sure to look up oh, too because they, they have, have like some of the smaller like pieces um just like up and they saved everything so there is a little section in the middle where they have just a bunch of props mm-hmm. like put up you know there's a couple of skeletons and, yeah you know and they but they said they saved everything and so then when they had to go back and do like room of requirement scenes they would just, just put throw, all throw the props, the props in, there. in there and like that's you know and they would make some extra props or whatever mm-hmm. for the room of requirement but they they have, have so much they stuff. have stuff from like eight or the previous seven films, so they would put it in the room of requirement, and and they were, like, really well done, and then they had, like, the, um, the Helga's, um, chalice, Hufflepuff cup. The cup, yeah, they made, yeah. like, they made, they like, thousands of them, yeah. and then they had a couple that were gold-plated, so they were, mm-hmm. like, real, and so then they had, um, hero props on display, but they would also make sure, and hero sorry, hero props are, like, the prop that they'll do, like, the close-up on, or the, you know, like, they're, that's, like, the golden standard of the prop. They also have, like, you know, they, they had pictures of all of the animals, so there was, like, a hero, um, Hedwig, and a hero, because those are the ones that, like, like, Crookshanks, and then there's, like, they all have different personalities, which was, like, cute to look at, and it was, like, this one is good for standing and looking pretty, this one is good for being held, this This one's good good for for, chasing scabbers, this one's good for, like, being on, (laughs) Dan's arm, or, like, this one's good for flying and carrying letters. Like, there's just so many specific things, which is really cool. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then with the props, like, even that, just, like, that scene in Bellatrix Vault, like, those are all real cups. Yeah. And, and like, then yeah, they the have... CGI is it flying and shit, but, like, they made... They actually made those cups. And... and edit them in later. And so, highlights, because I want to... Mm-hmm. Let me get... I'm, I did my highlights. Hagrid's hut. We yes. left our chocolate. We brought chocolate and, and socks, we, and then we left them in the hotel because that's how our morning was going. <laughs> our morning um, was so bad. Essentially, um, Hagrid's hut was definitely great. The burrow the kitchen. Burrow. There's you like could, moments where you can like you can like wave your hand over a thing and then make the stuff move to like the knitting. If you go on our Instagram, I posted a video yeah. of like the knitting needles moved and the chopping um, carrots and the iron, iron and the washing the. Um, the pan, the pan. In the dish in the, yeah, in the dish. Um, sink. Sorry, Malfoy Manor was creepy. was super creepy, but um, they like recreated the scene um, at the beginning of Deathly Hallows Part One with like Charity Burbage hanging over the thing, and like. But the model of Charity out. Burbage is so realistic, and it's kind of it's, it's kind of scary. scary. Like at one point, I like had to ask, I had to double check with Brian. I was like. No, there was an actress, right? Because it wasn't she wasn't just like laying lifeless like that the whole time. Because I thought that whole thing was fake, like that wasn't a person. Right. <laughs> and she was like, no, 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 there was an actress. I was like, okay, because I'm confused now because it was so real, like lifelike. Mm-hmm. Um, they so one of the things that they did. I'm like too far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm excited and I'm moving around. Um, so one of the things that they did to like show off 
the costumes and stuff they would have models in place of so they had like um Voldemort they even did like the model's arm like kind of hung yeah. the way that uh, Ray Fine's arm like hangs it was weird it was like oh you this would, is Voldemort like, yeah you could tell like not just like it's not just like a mannequin <clears throat> with the gear it's like they're like kind of taking on the yeah life of like the actual person and so they had all of these mannequins around and they even put some of the hair so like Lucius with his like the mm-hmm. the wig that um Isaac's Jacob Isaacs wore um and they're all sitting around the table and then there's a long ass Nagini mm-hmm. like coming from the side and then um Charity Burbage was like hanging I have, over. I have some pictures of it too, so I'll yeah. post those. We're gonna post did. so many. We have we took so many pictures yeah. and we posted some of them, but there are a lot. There are a lot and they'll be coming. Um Dumbledore's office we talked about. Oh wait, there was this one so like right above um the <clears throat> the um black tapestry, like up top, there's like the grave stone for the riddles. Oh yeah. And so they were I heard I overheard like one of the short like one of the people who worked there talking to someone saying that like they put it up there because the dates are wrong and they didn't want people to like nitpick and shit. <laughs> um which is real because I yeah. would have been like mm, like later in um when we went to Privet Drive, one of the awards for Dudley's in two thousand one and we were like, like no <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's wrong. wrong. Um, um so they and then oh then there's like the ministry too. Yeah so that uh, that's what I was going to so then <laughs> Um, so you leave Malfoy Manor, and it's just, like, this one set. And then there's they, Morgan and Burks, like, right behind yeah, it, too. Yeah, and Morgan and Burks, and then you get to, like, the ministry sets. And so what they did, too, was, like, they talked about the ministry set. They have up, like, the main, um, props, but the whole thing, which is now jam-packed with all of these props and stuff, they, that during filming, like, that wasn't there. So they were they were talking about how large that set actually was. Right. And it took up, like, the whole, like, studio, studio basically. Um, so now that it's just a tour, you know, they have, like, the highlights of the set. Mm-hmm. But um, it was so large. So they had the first, like, the um, fireplaces for the flu powder. And then um, the fountain... And then you turn, turn like, so you're turning this corner, like, kind of, like, following along. And there are a lot of moments like this, just in general on the tour, where you're, like, looking at one thing, and then you turn around, and you're, like, oh. Yeah, so you turn, we were, so this is also kind of how it went, so there was, like, the Malfoy Manor, and then there was the top, the Black Tapestry, so we were, like, heavy into the Black Tapestry, like, I was looking for Sirius, I asked her, like, we were talking to her, like, did they paint his face, and then and then blasted or, mm-hmm. you know, and she's like, well, we didn't, you know, know who that person was. Like, Narcissa's face is wrong because they didn't... The actress for her wasn't, wasn't cast, cast yet. Um, um, and then, like, Bellatrix and, like, Sirius wouldn't have been on there either anyway, anyway because they CGI'd the ones who... They CGI'd in the people who were already cast so that they would, would move. move. And, like, yeah, and they had, like, the actual face. Yeah. Um, um So, they... We're, like, in there, we're talking, and then we turn around, and we're in the ministry, and I'm looking at the um, fireplace. Actually, every time it was me, like, Robin. (laughs) Yeah, and I look up, and I'm looking at the gravestone, and she's, like, ahead of me, and she'd been ahead of me the whole time. I, like, circled back a couple times, and I was, like, I have to go back. Usually, I was, like, ahead of you, and then I would, like, keep an eye, I would, like, (laughs) look around, like, okay, she's, like, near. There was only one moment where I, like, actually lost you, and I was, like, well, we're all going in the same direction, (laughs) we'll find each other. That might have been Um, because I went back to the 
uh, potions. That's I, I circle. I was like, I wait. I have to go back. Yeah. No. I was. Because other thing, I move like much faster. Just in general, like even like in museums and like places where mm-hmm. you like have to look at stuff. Like once I've seen everything, then I just keep moving. Um, also, she has really good eyesight, so she like could read too. the things, and I was like, "What does that say?" Yeah. <laughs> um, but so sh- I'm looking up at the uh, gravestone, and she's already moved ahead of me, and she's like, "Robin," and I was like, "Huh." And like this happened a couple times. It did, um, especially every time I was at, right too. At, especially when we were in Diagon Alley. But like, and then I was, also the other one, they're all rude. yeah, all of them are rude except for Diagon Alley. Yeah. So, but um, the problem is, is that like you're looking at something amazing. So the mm-hmm. idea that like you, Robin, like you don't even know yet. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. I'm look like look yeah. at this thing. So then I turn around and it is like it could be outside like they paid sculptor like craftsmen this sculpture is it's beautiful I know that like and it's I like said terrible, it terrible yeah but it's, and Brianna looked at me and I was like well not the sentiment but yeah. the the it's beautiful like mm-hmm. it's so good <laughs> like, but like the magic of my magic is my like the statue yeah and like you go up close and like the people are actually, like, there's faces, and there's, like, it's creepy, but it's, like, really well done. And then you turn around, and then there's Umbridge's office. So there's like lots of rude bitch. things happening in the same area. <laughs> and, um, like, the emotional journey that you go on. Because that's the thing, is, like, some of it you're just, like, this is really cool, and, like, I'm really interested in it, and then you turn around, so there's, like, very, like, there are, like, certain moments where, like, I had a visceral reaction, where I was, like, Oh my god! And like most of the time, I just gasped. I was just like, <gasps> like I just couldn't like, oh shit! Like and you know, you know, you're gonna see it because that's yeah. what you're there for. But I didn't like some moments where like, oh, I didn't realize I was gonna have like a real reaction so, to it, other than being like, wow, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, so and then there were certain points where it was kind of telegraphed. So like, yeah, we see Umbridge's office and we're doing all that stuff, and you see the um, Inquisitor, Inquisitorial. Um, Which I started because those are those aren't really high up, but I'm like, this is the wrong number. There yeah. aren't that many. Like there's no number one, and then I was like, okay, let me stop. But <laughs> um, but it was great that you could even do that. Like mm-hmm. that they made they took such care and detail that you could nitpick about. The, the how like many the little things yeah just like the fact that they were made and yeah like, were really cool like they made them <laughs> right it wasn't just one and they and just then it copy pasted it. on so they yeah made, the computer like, they made a hundred and whatever yeah um, um so then you start to go towards the Hogwarts and you're kind of I think there's a sign and then you're seeing like all of the there's like posted Picture pictures and, and stuff like, on this hallway so you kind of forecast it like okay we're about to see this thing mm-hmm. so I took a video which I think is up of like the Hogwarts Express reveal but still you're in your head of like okay this is a movie studio so I'm gonna see this tiny little train that's gonna be really this model of the train that's mm-hmm. gonna be really well done it's um, like an actual train. It's an actual train and they didn't build it it was like a train that got retired and then they brought it back yeah um, but like they had changed it into the Hogwarts they painted it and did all of, yeah but and then you can an walk through. Train. We didn't walk through the train because it was like they didn't film the interiors there. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were walking through the train because you can, like, when Harry gets on the Hogwarts Express and says, "Like, I'm not going home." Not really. Mm-hmm. They walk into that fucking train they because that. they can mm-hmm. because it's a train. Like, it's a real train. It's a real train. We took more pictures going into Platform Nine and Three Quarters because they have them there and there weren't really long lines and they didn't yeah. make you jump. And they didn't make you jump. 
Um, they had little stuff like Hedwig and Crookshanks and Scabbers, though. Yeah. Um, and then they, so there's like, also there's like this little like nine and three quarter shop that you can go into. And that's where I, I bought Ami a shirt there. Um, Ami got like, some stuff, but Ami she, she could have gotten a lot more stuff. But yeah, but we, you know. The way our bank account was. on a budget. Also, like, <laughs> we want things for ourselves, too. Um, but yeah, so then, yeah, so then there's the shop. And then we did actually sit in the, um. In the compartments where they filmed it. So, like, where, and there was, like, where we sat on the first one, like, there was, like, a space, which I'm assuming is, like, for a camera Mm -hmm. to look at them, but they had, like, so you could film on the inside of them, like, you know, sitting the way that we're kind of used to, and then they had um, a screen that, like, showed, like, the what you, whatever the backdrop would be, and then they made, like, Dementors fly, and, like, mm-hmm. you saw the flying car. We were like, oh, we're going to do, like, three years in this one train ride. <laughs> but, um, they, it was, like, a working, like, I mean, it, it wasn't working, it was just a set, but, like, mm-hmm. the compartments, like, there, you could put stuff up, and, like, the, um, the armrest moved, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was, like, it's real. It's so real. Yeah, and then, um, so then when you leave that, then there's just, like, this section, because um, this is, like, the end of, like, because it's, like, kind of in two parts. It's two buildings, um, and really. It's two buildings, and then in the middle they have, like, a cafe, which is cool, because then you get a break. Because then we ended, and we realized we'd been walking around for, like, two and a half hours. Didn't even realize, like, my body was starting to be like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> but, like, in my head, we'd only been there for, like, half an hour. Yeah, and I was like, oh. Um, we got to the halfway point at about two and a half hours yeah. when they were like, the whole tour would take you three hours. Yeah. And we were like, oh, okay. Right. And so um, the, the, before you get to that, there's like all these books. Um, so they have like the with actual the Yeti. textbooks. Yeah. Um, even Fantastic Beasts, like the one that they would actually use. They have like Rita Skeeter. They have the Fill the Bag Shot. They have like the Marauders map. They have the um, newspapers. They even have some of the like Weasley's Wizard Wheezes. So there's like, yeah. you know, Pooh. Um, and like all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. They had like letters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one, so when you walk into, uh, Privet Drive, they actually like hung a lot of the letters and yeah. that was really magical too. Cause you're like a tiny little house. And you're thinking set. like, oh, I'm just going to go in the Yeah. School. And, and then you, you look in the sitting like, room and you're like, oh my God. And you could just put yourself there and be like, Carrie, pick one up off the floor. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Seriously. Um, so then we, yeah, then we took a break, um, and we got like. Butter beer. Butter beer, which was pretty good. It yeah, was, um, we got mac and cheese, which yeah. was good for. Right. It was a cafe, like it's not. You no, know, yeah, it's not like you're not gonna we're go not get, in the great hall. We're yeah. not like going in. And you're then not, outside is the night bus, um, which, which they built more than one. They built three, I think. No, two. Two. One of which they drove outside in London. It was like a working bus that mm-hmm. they could drive, and then the other one was for the interiors. Yeah, they took two, but, but they took two double decker or three double decker buses, and then they like mer- merged well, them together. Well, did them to have that three decker bus, mm-hmm. and they did that twice. Yeah, and it looks amazing. It like looks the amazing. like the paint is still new. It even says on there like um, like any stop except um, underwater. Like no underwater. Um, and then, so, like, yeah, so you, like, walk out, and there's, like, part, you also, you see, like, part of the, the bridge. bridge. Yeah. So this is the thing that was rude, because we were, like, sitting in the, um, in the cafeteria, and so you see, like, the bridge, the bridge and then you see, so, like, yeah, you, you see, see the, the bridge, and you see the night bus. And, and you see Privet Drive. You see Privet Drive, or you see, like, the number house. three and number four at Privet Drive. But then you walk out, and this is, like, the second moment where I was, like, Robin. Um, and so was... then we walk out, and we're, like, oh, we're gonna look at the night bus. And so I... So we go to the night bus, and then I'm going on the other side to, like, take a picture, and then I, but I look the other way, 
And these motherfuckers right built, here built the Potter House from Godric's Hollow with the hole in the with roof. With the hole in the roof to scale. So I'm like, so you just walk out. And you're like, oh, look at this, is nice. And then it's like, perfect drive, cool. And then you turn and you're like... Why is my heart breaking? But... Why did you do this? I didn't... Wife way. I wasn't... How? No one prepared me for that. I wasn't told but that this that was, was going to be thing. there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we know, we're like, oh, we know there's a perfect drive thing. Like, some of it, you're like, you didn't know it was going to be there, but then it's cool. And that it makes was sense. like, you should have given us warning that that was there so that I could prepare my heart for that. And there is like, also, so... The bridge, like, obviously they built just, it was the only section of the bridge that they built, you know, when um, Seamus gets to blow it up and they do their whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, you could walk across it. So this is another portion where me and Bayana split up a little bit. There's, like, some distance between us. And this little boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this right, motherfucking little boy. I was trying to take a boy, picture of, like, there was a plaque, but it was really just about what the prop was and not, yeah. like... Because I was looking for the plaque that was like, this is where the, potter, the potters yeah. like lost their lives and all that kind of stuff. But that wasn't there. But, um, so she's away from me. And this little boy comes off of the butt, uh, off of the bridge. And his mama was on the phone. And so he decided to get loud because he wanted his voice to be heard. In which case he says, that's the potter's house, mom. They're dead. They're dead. Their hearts beat no more. They're dead. Dead because Voldemort killed them. They would have lived there. And then I was like, this kid is like maybe 10. Maybe. And he just kept going, they're dead. And then I think at one point he probably looked at me going, so then he just was like, let me turn it to 11. Their hearts beat no more because Voldemort killed them. It's like. And so I go to tell Bayana, no, I'm not done. I go to tell Bayana that about this poor child. Sorry, I have the skills, you guys. Bayana says... Say that, preface that first. Bayana says... Well, this is when we get to Privet Drive, because then we actually... Because you can walk through Privet Drive. Yeah. So this is when we, like, go back to do that. Yeah. Um, so Bayana says to me, this is so rude, because, you know, they have, like, the house he lived in and the house he should have lived in. I break my own heart. And I was like... Y'all were wondering. I was like... Not, <laughs> not a heartless person. I also break my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's really terrible um but then it gets happy because when you go in and you see like all the oh, no, no, no. well we got to sit in the fort anglia and we well, also no, before that oh okay. yeah we you get to see all the like shade towards dudley on his little plaques and stuff oh yeah and then um then you get to see like the room which is actually smaller oh, in than, drive. yeah in privet drive like the room we were talking about with like the um like the, how they hung all of mm-hmm. the um so the sitting Why room with the um, um, fireplace. Yeah. And it's smaller than I thought it would be. Because I don't think they like, shot there. Yeah. They I shot in the studio, like, but that was like for exterior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like look through the windows. Yeah, but they like actually that. like made the, like the room. It like has all the stuff, which is really cool. Um, yeah. And so then we go like, you like go out the back and you come out and then you have to pass by that bullshit again. Um, and then you see more chess pieces. So they have like the wizard chess pieces. Um, outside, they're and they huge. also they're really big. Um, I think I posted one picture with like Robin under it, so you could see like just the scale of it. Um, and then there's like more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like this little like like maybe like four or maybe like nine piece chessboard where like you can play and be like pawn to e seven or whatever. I saw this little kid doing it; it was cute. Um, and then behind like the bridge on the other side is like the Fort Anglia and um, 
Hagrid slash Sirius's motorbike. And that um, was one of like a couple of motorbikes that they had. Um, cause I saw in, cause before when they talk about like the rigs and stuff, they had the, one of the motorbikes like that they used for filming like the flying scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like, they built, not only did they just like build or like buy, or find these motorbikes, because I think that was, like, it was, it existed, but they made it, like, they changed out the seat so it was bigger to fit Hagrid. Mm-hmm. And then um, they did a couple of just, like, upgrades or whatever. So not only do they do that, but then they do it two or three times mm-hmm. to suit each purpose that they needed for the film. Um, so, yeah, we took pictures in there, and that's where we made friends with, like, these really cute Japanese friends. And so we took their picture, they took our picture, Um Potterhead fandom love of just, like, everyone being like, look at what we're doing right. and how blessed we are to be here. <laughs> um, um, the other thing, real quick, because we didn't talk about Hagrid, is, mm-hmm. like, we, you know, we always talk about, like, how are half-giants made? Well, the way they did it for the movies. <laughs> um, so they had, like, they had um, Robbie Coltrane, and so, like, for some moments they had, like, just him. Um, and they would then, film, like, like uh, up for but, him and yeah. down. And then they also had a double who was, like, 6'10". Six, ten. Six, ten. And they were like, but even that's not big enough. So then they had... The who, double on wa- stilts. On, on stilts. <laughs> and then other times they had someone with, like, like Hagrid. They had, like, a bunch of models of Robbie Coltrane's face, which is also creepy, and we'll talk about that just in general. And they're just models of these people. Um, of, like, his face on, like, a thing. on So then he would, like, on his head, he had Robbie Coltrane's head. And then they would, like, have yeah. stuff over it. And then for, like, the hut... They, there were, like, some moments where they would have to... Which I think that would part would be really difficult because they had moments where they had to make it seem small for Hagrid but big for the kids. So they had smaller... So they had different props. Like, it was like scaled different. down smaller and so there that were two Hagrid huts. looked bigger. So, like, we saw one hut, but they made two of them because they had to yeah. do it so that in to make, like, the scale work. I don't know. <laughs> so in... Science and math and, like, in, Like, shit. Hagrid's hut number one... Mm-hmm everything was scaled down smaller so that when Robbie Coltrane is walking around and stuff, he looks bigger. Um, and then in hut number two, everything was bigger so that when Harry, well, when the trio come in, everything looks, looks bigger yeah. and they look smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and they took the detail to like replicate perfectly both, both of them yeah. to scale. Um so then, yeah, so when we go, and this is goes back to, like, having pe- molds of people's faces and mm-hmm. stuff. So we walk in, and we see on one side, so we walk into the next building, we mm-hmm. took a bathroom break. Um, y'all need to know about that. Um, <laughs> well, there's only one bathroom, so yeah. you should know. <laughs> we took a, yeah. So, the first, first part, you just don't have to hold it. No, there was have... another bathroom by the ministry. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because they were really awesome. You gotta, like, there's one in between, but okay. Yeah. I don't know it. if it was working then, but I oh. saw people going in there and it had a bathroom sign. So. Oh, well then cool. Um, but yeah, so, but there are like two bathrooms. Yeah. It's not a lot <laughs> for six hours mm-hmm. of moving around, but, um, we, you walk in and on one side you see like a Grindylo and then Inferi, which creepy, creepy and super, creepy. super detailed. And I think there's like a murder. And that scene is five minutes, if that. And they like built these things. Jesus. And then and on the other side, you see Batola Bagshot, like post Nagini, mm-hmm. with the mouse and the. And I was like, this woman is a real woman wandering around London or wherever she lives. Like she's a act- working actress. Mm-hmm. And. 
and leaves then there's just a scale of her looking jacked Mm -hmm. and terrifying but detailed as AF Mm -hmm. looks just like her um, so then you walk into where, and it was, this is the, um, like, it's like creatures, creatures and, like, and, um, characters. So it was mm-hmm. like the makeup job that they did. Like you have, there's like a screen of, um, Wardrick Davis talking about like all of the makeup and stuff. Cause remember he plays Flit and he, Flint, no, Flitwick. Flitwick. Yes. Gosh. And Grip Hook. So he plays Flitwick and Grip Hook. And so they show, like, the Flitwick stuff and then the grip hook, like, cast and molds mm-hmm. that they put on him. And also, like, it's so detailed, but it also needs to be flexible enough so that he can act right. through it. Um, one really cool thing, because we, we were there during a special time, so they had, like, some of the actual props masters who worked on the films that were, like, in different stations. Right, so it's 15 years since... Um, Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, of the, Stone. the movie. The movie. Yeah. Which is... um so they had some of the props masters there and they were explaining like how they would do certain things and so one um when harry's doing the you know i must not tell lies Mm -hmm. they had a like a skin on top so like blood like so it was like a glove that like matches skin but the blood packets were in between so like when he would do it like blood would come out Mm -hmm. and it would look very realistic it was so cool it's like, um, yeah, just things where it's like, you could have done CGI. Yeah. But they were like, nah. nah. Uh, and then, like, you walk in, because we saw, because they have, like, people's heads and shit. Yeah. Um, and so and there's, like... And you see, like, like giant his head. Yeah. For nearly half a stick. And it's just there. Like, when he does, like, the flip thing, mm-hmm. probably, I think, is that, like, the scene? Chilling next to a mini Remus, or yeah. mini, mini Mooney. A um, mini Mooney. <laughs> you're just like, oh. Model, yeah. Head. Nice. Um, um, and then there's a bunch of like goblin heads and stuff. Yeah. Mostly. Um, and then just like a bunch of like we were talking about like this just different creatures like in different and in different props. scales. In and different props. Scale. So yeah, like so in they, different scales. So there's like um mermaids and stuff, and so there's like one full like mermaid head with like from, hair. If you remember head. the scene where he's in the um Triwizard tournament and like he goes to try to save Hermione. Hermione and the mermaid's like no and her hair is like floating back yeah. it was like that mermaid uh-huh. um and then there's like fox um there's a bunch of uh mandrakes yeah oh my really god cool. there were so many mandrakes um, um there were uh the monster book of monsters um mm-hmm. and then they showed like the mechanics underneath it to make them move and like you know the robotics of it yeah and then there's like um there's a Floating Marge, but just like the clothes. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, which she actually had to like wear prosthetics and stuff, so yeah. it's not just like a fake. That's a, that's the thing is like, a lot of it you would think that they just use CGI to like blow them up or whatever, but like no, they actually built the stuff. And um, she had to wear prosthetics, and then there were like the um, like stages of Marge's like bloating mm-hmm, exactly because there was like the full bloat Marge. And, like they like, use the they use CGI and like special effects to animate it, but yeah. like she's actually in that stuff. <laughs> Um, and then there's, like, a creature, and then, like, this was kind of, like, some of it is, like, a little creepy just because it's, like, real people, so then they have, like, they have, like, a, they have, like, a two-scale Harry, they have an 80% Dumbledore. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. Um, and then they have, like, um, Katie Bell, From when she gets the, and it's, like, the Katie Bell outfit and everything when she Mm -hmm. gets, um, hit hers. Yeah. And so they have this 
actress who like literally is in the movie for no time and they make a model to scale Mm -hmm. of her so that when she gets hit it is as realistic as possible and they were even talking about like going back to like the animals and stuff like Mm -hmm. they would have like when Errol hits the wall they would have the owl who was Errol fly all the way through like through the wall he wouldn't hit it like it would be open the window window. yeah. yeah he would fly all the way through and then they would have a puppet or um model do the hit of the wall and then they would do like the cgi stuff animation mm-hmm. to make it like seamless but like they would it was as practical as possible for as long as possible mm-hmm. until they had to then use cgi or anything to um like make, make it, it magical and like smooth it out right so but then there's like a malfoy there's a hermione which is the one that was in like the um, the goblet of fire the goblet of fire when she's under the lake there's a George, which I'm not 100% sure, like, I mean, should I, I feel like they probably had it for everyone. I think they had it for everyone. Um, and then there's, like, a Hagrid in his, um, in his, like, best suit. Yeah, his furry. <laughs> his date night suit. There's a Madame Maxine um, head, just, like, chilling. Yeah. There's, like a, the there's a, there's a, there's a two-scale Thestral and a baby Thestral. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's, like, so right, it's, like, right below, the like, dragon head, but the Thestrals are so, they're, like, huge. Yeah. Um... And adorable. Yeah, and then there's like the mandrakes. There's a grop head, um, just chilling. Like two scale, I two would scale. assume it was huge. So. Yeah, and then um, there's um, then there's like we said, there's like a Mooney, there's a Padfoot. Yeah, um, which I petted almost. I didn't touch it because that was against the rules, yeah. but I went as close as possible. Yeah, and then made sad face. And then the CGI, you know, for yeah. magical allowed me to pet it. Mm-hmm. Um, then so there's a like. So you're seeing all of these things, and they're all, like, just jam-packed in this, like... I mean, it's not a small room. It's just there's so much stuff. So you're just looking around, and there's all of this stuff. And then there is a... There's a mandrake in a case, mm-hmm. and a freaking Voldemort. Like, the like baby horror crux Voldemort. Voldemort, when he's in King's Cross and he's dying. And the shit moves. That, that was, like... And makes noise. No, 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 no. And somebody else, like, there were other people who were there They're watching were looking, it. so we, like, turned away from Padfoot and saw it, and we were like, no, 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 nope. just walked right by no, 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 it, and no, no. we were like, absolutely not. Do not um, want. No. There's also um, a headwig that moves, and that was way less creepy. Yes. Um, and then you walk in, and you see um, the full Buckbeat. So yeah. There was an Aragog, too. There was a huge Aragog, which, was, like, it was like, all right, Ron, you have a point. Yeah. I don't want no part of that. And there's a basilisk head and the skeleton, too. And they have, like, a thing hanging out of the basilisk tongue, like, yeah. like food. Like, why, y'all? Because they have twisted some sense of humor or mm-hmm. something, and they can. And then, yeah, and then there's a full <laughs> buck beak, which, actually, it didn't move when we were there, Mm-mm. but it does move. Cause it and was they like, talk about how, like, this was, like, the final Buckbeat, but they had actually built a Buckbeat with, like, six legs, mm-hmm. and, like, I guess it was just too cumbersome or something, and it didn't, or maybe Joe was just, like, could you imagine, like, building all that, and Joe's, like, that's not what that looks right. like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, go, no. Um, so they, but they do a lot of that stuff, like. With an actual, like, Buckbeat robot. And yeah. And then they, like, do CG, because some of it, it's, like, they can't actually pull it and make it get up and, mm-hmm. like, come, but then, like. So, like, the part where they're trying to, like, free him, and they're like, come on, Buckbeak, and, like, pulling on the thing, they're, like, yeah. actually pulling on a real... And like, that's also, like, model. when you think about, like, the acting, when you talk when you talk to people who've acted, like, um, with a lot of CGI and stuff, and they say, like, oh, you know, and then you have to, like, 
imagine, imagine but you're looking at like a dude with a tennis ball, but you mm-hmm. have to see this whole scene. And not to say that like it, you know, that you can't give convincing performances that way because people do all the time. But like, how much better is like the acting when you're like pulling an actual buckbeat right. and you can see it, especially when it's like. Hogwarts is so magical, and there's, like, these creatures are so different, And so. I think the other thing is, especially when they're kids, so, like, yeah. for, that was the other thing that's kind of cool, especially, like, going back to, like, the directors talking and stuff about how they were, they were, like, teaching while also, like, having them act. So, um, like, you know, we joke about, like, you know, Ron's A-plus acting in Chamber of Secrets and, like, Hermione's over-enunciation or whatever, but, like, the... Like, they did so much to make it easier on mm-hmm. them so that they could later get, so that they could get better. Instead yeah. of being like, here's this tennis ball, you just got to figure it out. And like, also, like, so they showed, um, uh, there's a video, if you get the digital guide, because we have the digital mm-hmm. guide, so there's all of these, like, extra things, because it's a self-guided tour, but you can, like, you're at stop number 11, and then you can, like, play this video. And they showed Daniel's, um, rehear- like, reading of when he, like, auditioned, um, and he's a great actor, like, even as a little kid, like, he's a good actor, but he's a little, he's right. 10 or something, you know, nine, probably, when that was, like, being, like, auditioned, because yeah. he's 10 when the they movie, start, we yeah. start the movie, um, and so, like, they did get, like, they talk about, too, like, how these, like, act, like, these kids become really great actors and mm-hmm. fine actors, and, like, and the thing I always give the kids credit for, too, is, like, Daniel Radcliffe is always, like, I went to the best acting school on earth. Mm-hmm. I was, like, acting against, like, Alan Rickman and Dame Maggie Smith. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, I got, like, extra, like I went through, like, this ex- intensive, you know. Right. And so I, like, greatly improved because of that. So they, they're not, like, ignorant of mm-hmm. all of that stuff. But they definitely did really help them along by saying, like, oh, don't imagine a buckbeat will build you one. Yeah. And it looks amazing. Um, um, yeah, and then there's, like... So then after that, you go and you see, um, like, you're... And you know you're entering Diagon Alley. Um, so there's, like, a there's like a smaller-scale Gringotts. Yeah. Um, there's, like, these cauldrons that are, like, kind of stacked up. There are, um, like, what's it called? Newspapers, like, Wanted, mm-hmm. Have You Seen This Wizard? Have You Seen This Witch? There's, like, a Daily Prophet, like, thing. And then there's, like, a huge Gringotts. Yeah. Um, and so this is the, the next moment. Of turning around. Like, of me being, like, Robin. Because so, then... There's this huge Gringotts, right? And it's facing kind of, like, so you, when you turn the corner after Buckbeat, it's mm-hmm. kind of, you're kind of already facing it, right? Yeah. Um. So your back is kind of too... But you're, like, looking at it. You're, like, yeah. it's, you're looking at it because it's, like, huge, huge. And you're, like, this is amazing. Yeah. And but it's the entrance to Gringotts. So the however they designed this, and I, I, which is even more amazing too, because like they didn't, this isn't in a place built to be an exhibit. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a working studio that they just were like, okay, um, lots J and K we're making into this exhibit now mm-hmm. because we have all this stuff. Um, so I'm so glad they didn't destroy this stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> Just because also, like, all of that work. Mm-hmm. It'll make it so much easier when they do an adaptation. When they redo it. Yeah, when we do our adaptation, we can, like, rent a lot of stuff that they've like, already hey, done. Y'all. Um, really liked your bug beat. Can we have him? Yeah. Um, so, the way... That, but I don't know. Like, the way that they have it, so you just... 
aren't your back is too diagonal. You're not seeing the whole thing. Yeah. So you turn. That was my neck. That was my, my next audible gasp. God. Because I literally, because again, I'm in front of Robin, and I'm like, I'm just like, okay, this is awesome. I took my pictures, and then I turned, and I was like, oh. <laughs> it was that. I think I feel like that, and then the one right, and the one after that um, was like, yeah, because there were two more. Those two were like the biggest. Where it was just like, I, I am I'm in, in like Diagon Alley. Yeah, I'm going to Hogwarts. It's freaking like insane yeah um, and so then you also have to think about like so the we see like the final diagon alley because they have like the and like these are uh, weasley wizard wheezes yeah they're like they're smaller they're smaller but um we have like the uh weasley wizard wheezes mm-hmm. with like the hat and stuff so and obviously moves. like that's um and it moves um which i have i think i've already posted on instagram i might not have posted it to, well so you'll get right. all of these things yeah um but so you have that, and then you have um, Madame Mawkins and Thorn Fortescue and, and stuff like that. But and you have to re- and Ollivanders. But you have to remember that, like, the Weasleys didn't have a shop there before book six, seven, six. six. So that's like the lot they built this, and then they built on top of it. Mm-hmm. And my God! And so they, they have a magical menagerie. They yeah. have like all, yeah, all of it. All of it. So we tried to take a picture. The one thing, too, is, like, so it's a working studio, and they told us this before, but, like, the lights are starting to burn out, so the lights do kind of weird fluctuations mm-hmm. where they'll be bright, and then they won't be bright. So we're trying to take pictures, and... Some of them um, aren't great. Yeah, yeah. The lights the go light, out yeah. or are flickering or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Ugh. There's a there's a flourishing blot. There's a flourishing blot. And I... There's an Ilops Owl Emporium. Then um, at Quidditch... Uh, supplies there is a firebolt that is moving um and flying in the window um the puking pasties at the wizard at the weasleys um Mm -hmm. wizard wheezes is like a whole display of like continuously puking pasties Mm -hmm. which i can't barely i i'm gonna remember it from the movie but like they like pass by it Mm -hmm. like it's not the amount of detail and stuff that they put into something that is not at all like prominent on screen which shows you like the things that are prominent on screen my god right. but like they didn't spare anything for any part of mm-hmm. like they built this freaking magical world and it is all magical um yeah so then you go and then you have like all these this artwork so it's like seeing kind of like the designs for stuff so you see like drawings art. um and then there's like actual like scales and like models so there's one of hogsmeade um, there's all these paintings and stuff that, like, I want and need. Yeah, they're, like, so they're all, like, conception art, but they're all, like, I, they're beautiful, and they should be, like, there's one of Voldemort holding baby Horcrux Voldemort, and I was like, I want that in my house. There's, um, like, a, there's one of, um, Matt, uh, Professor Sprout, like, pulling out a mandrake. There's one, which, like, this one made me sad, because, like, one, it's super beautiful, because I'm like, and it didn't make it into the movie. It's, um, Dumbledore's funeral. Yeah. Um. And then there's, like, this Thestral with its wings going up super high. It's, like, beautiful. There's two dragon ones. Um, there's, like, the there's the Horntail, and then there's the one coming out of Gringotts. Yeah. Um, there's, like, the Whomping Willow. There's a Buckbeak. There's Marge floating out of Privet Drive, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so then they have, like, white card models, which mm-hmm. um, I want to, like, I feel like it's, I've seen white card models before, and they've always been, like, oh, wow, but, like, 
this was, I was like, okay, I need to pick up this hobby and like learn how to do this because this is amazing. The cart at Green Gots, the, um, the borough, the, uh, love goods the, mm-hmm. uh, house, the printing press at the, at the Quibbler's printing press at the house. Um, Shell Cottage. Shell Cottage. There Hogwarts are a couple of, of Hogwarts um, exteriors and things and certain um, different perspectives of it. Mm-hmm. Hagrid's Hut. Um, There's like the Bowbatten carriage. Yes. The Durham Strange ship. ship. Um, yeah, so then you go through that. And, and then, then... And then... My God. The full model of Hogwarts that they used for all of the exterior shots. So it's it's not to scale, obviously, because right. that's a castle. <laughs> but it's huge. Um, and we tried to get pictures, but again, it was fluctuating. Also, the lights were, like, all the way around. Yeah. So, like, anywhere that you tried to get a picture, there was like, a front not, light back yeah, light situation. Yeah, it's not great. Um, um, but we still got a bunch of them. And then my phone was like, okay, girl, you took way too many pictures. <laughs> you ain't got no space. But the, like, the grounds, mm-hmm. you don't see Hog- or Hagrid's Hut. Yeah, or the Quidditch. Or the Quidditch um, pitch, but. But the rest of it. And then there's, like, so detailed. And there's, like, owls in there. And, like, there's. And there are a bunch of lights. And, like, yeah. Um, like, in there. So it looks like, you know, lights on in rooms mm-hmm. and lights on in, like, corridors or whatever. And there's like bridges. The yeah, the green. Like, oh, my gosh, the greenhouses. Forget it's like amazing. The um, there's a cemetery like there, mm-hmm. and um, like so you, it's like a three sixty. So you have to walk yeah. around the whole thing, and it is. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's it's Hogwarts. It's so amazing. It, it is. It's like steeples and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like, and that was in, and then we went and spent money, and I got Harriet the dragon. She got hair at the dragon. The like shop was too. really great. So they had, again, like the nine and three quarter shop that we went to in King's Cross. They had a section. So there was like a, you walk in and there's like a Hufflepuff Ravenclaw section. It's kind of smaller. And then like mm-hmm. the Gryffindor, Slytherin sections are kind of bigger, um, which makes sense. But so, they yeah. had like Quidditch um, gear for Gryffindor that they don't have for Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Um, they just had like a Ravenclaw athletic quidditch shirt which we got but yeah but um, they also have like the they also have the sweaters yeah that that they wore in like quidditch you could buy the sweat cool. the quidditch sweaters um and then there um, are like crew necks um and then there's um there's so many there's sta- pillows, stationary so much stationary journals that like, look keychains like, yeah pens pencils you could buy like sterling silver shit they and like obviously the cursed child books yeah there's, but can we just have a section about the wands yes you can buy almost anyone's wand. Cedric Diggory's wand. Pavarti Patil. Pavarti Patil's wand. If, you, if Pavarti is your, your jam, you can get it. I got a Luna wand. Um, but it wasn't just like, you know, you go certain places. or the And they're, and they're like wood, beautiful. Mm-hmm. They're not like the ones, you know, like the light up plasticky ones right. that you can buy at Target. Which like, those are cool. I have my hairy wand. Mm-hmm. You guys bought me and it, yeah, it's awesome. and. You know, but, like, this is, like, amazing. And, like, the guy, so I bought, like, Luna's wand, and he was, like, okay, you have to be very careful because if you, these are prone to break off because they're very fragile, and if you drop it, you know, it might break. And, like, the fact that, like, I'm, like, 
oh my gosh, like I have to be very careful because this is like a handcrafted mm-hmm. wand. And like Sirius's wand is, was gorgeous. I like was fluctuating a lot between Sirius. I actually think Sirius's wand was better than Luna's, but it's Luna. It's yeah. Luna. So, um, who else? Like Draco Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy, mm-hmm. Narcissa Malfoy. Bellatrix's wand looks like a gun. It's like curved in this it's creepy way that is like totally Bellatrix. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, there's just so just, much stuff, and then it's like it's like to the point where like then you're like, okay, what am I actually gonna get? You're overwhelmed. You're over- they have yeah. Holly head harpy yeah, shirt, Chudley Cannon the shirt, Ireland team, um, the um, Bulgarian national team. Yeah, they have. Um, then they have like a whole candy section. So I got a chocolate frog and I ate it. It was awesome. It was huge. So like you go, I still the, have like, my we chocolate frog. Hardee's. But we went to Hardy's and we got like I got a chocolate frog from there, and that's more of the like. That's more the one that they used to have at the concession stands and like the movie theaters. Where yeah, like you have pretty bots and you have little thin. It's thin. It has it's a little, nice, little like plastic like sleeve. And you get a you have, you get a card and it's cute, but it's all like professors. So I got Madame Pence, but then I get like the I go to the studio tour and it's like the actual box that they have. It's a huge chocolate bo- like frog. It's like substantial. And then I got Salazar Slytherin um, TM because um, <laughs> everything's trademarked. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, it's really great. Um, yeah, and then I got my cursed child book because um, I'm gonna try to get it signed tomorrow if we can. And then also yeah. like I just I was like they're everywhere. I thought I was like I'm gonna get it when I get back, but I was like might as well just get it. Yeah, the thing book. that I love too about like, buying books is that like books cost what they cost. Like they yeah. they're on there. It tells you the UK, US, Canadian mm-hmm. currency. It's all gonna be the same they're not. The they're not. Books. Yeah. So I was like really wanting to get a robe. But when I saw the the uh, cloaks, they are the same or similar quality to what they have at um, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Because mm-hmm. I met someone else who had a robe, and it was from the Wizarding World. And um, so I was like, okay, because of the way my bank account is working right now, plus the exchange rate, mm-hmm. plus my suitcase, and <laughs> the fact that I cannot fit a robe in there, I'll wait and get it in America like where I don't have to have all those problems, mm-hmm. but um, they had every robe. They had um, like sweaters, sweaters cardigans, uh, ties, mm-hmm. headbands. Um, so if you wanted to like cosplay your heart out, like you could totally, you go could there and totally do that yeah. and get that stuff. They had like they have these puppet um, owls. Yeah, where you like put your hand up and there's like a little stick and you like. Turn it, there. and then the head moves, and then you can also press the wing, and it makes noise. Yeah, I almost and, but got it was like Ami, but then I was like, she's getting a little bit older, and yeah. she, yeah, she wouldn't appreciate it as much as like, yeah, yeah. But it was also like, was still really they're cool, still though. like, they're obviously they're mass produced, but they're they were well done and yeah. well made, and so it was like, you know, like even Harriet, like I'm looking at her, and like it's a stuffed animal, it's mass, and she's mass produced, but she looks great. And, and like a Hungarian horn. Literally, it's really funny because I was like, "Okay, I think I got everything I want." And literally, as soon as I, as soon as one came out, I saw the the dragons, and I was like, oh, "Dragons!" But also, like, there were there were a lot of dragons. There was Norbert coming out of an egg, which was it was and, like I, I didn't get that one because it's coming out of an egg and it's like big head. It's not. And you she would got, only know it was Norbert if she got the Hungarian horn tail. Of course, I did with 
the mouth wide open and the eyes like it's I a mean grown dragon. I mean business. It's a grown dragon. We need grown dragons to fight white supremacy, not ones come out of eggs. We're not ready yet. But I'm saying there weren't there was not like a No, I think there was only Cornish green. Uh, I think so. Uh, I mean, I saw this Welsh one green. and I was like, boom. I didn't really like look through. I know. Um, but I thought I think this was the only one. And then um okay. and then like Norbert. Norbert was was cute though. Yeah. Um Totoro was like, what did you just bring home? Because um, we're sharing room and Totoro is not doing his job protecting me from Harriet. But I'm Harriet's not. Harriet's chilling. Harriet's chilling and I don't, I don't uphold white supremacy, so we're good. Or I don't do it on purpose if I do. Um, <laughs> so we, we have an understanding. So, okay, we're at like an hour 47. Um, we spent all of the money what was we your? More to spend. We still have more to spend. We're going to this. Oh my god, guys, pray for me because this graphic design of Harry Potter is coming up, and that means stationery. That means more journals. I've already, I've already bought three different journals, um, almost four, but I just, I could, I, yeah. So <laughs> pray for me. But so what? Who? Or is your who or what was your MVP of the tours that we've done? I think that the um, I'm, gonna, I'm I'm fluctuating between Diagon Alley and the Hogwarts. Um, of the studio tour of the studio tour, because I feel like I felt no. I think I'm gonna say Diagon Alley because I feel like the Hogwarts, like I got, like I saw it, and I was like, this is like it's amazing. Where but. When I was turning the corner for Diagon Alley, I was like, oh, this is magic. And I'm like, it, like, I felt like I was in, I was like, all of my dreams just came true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm in Diagon Alley. I'm about to buy some, You know what I mean? Like, that's what it felt like. Um, so I'm going to say the Diagon Alley. Because, um, yeah, it was just, it was beautiful. And I'm going to say that my MVP is Stuart Craig, the production designer of all Harry Potters and the like head guy who was just like, Oh, you want to build Diagon Alley? Build it. Make it, make sure it works. Like, ev- like all of these practical props, just like the whole thing. And there are like highlights, obviously, like I think the model of Hogwarts was a highlight. Um, the magic is my statue was a highlight. Um, the tapestry, the black, the most ancient noble house of black tapestry oh, was a highlight. Uh-huh. Um, and they were other tap, like full tapestries that they yeah. like had made. Like the wall of portraits was definitely, I think a cool thing. The chamber of secrets door. Yeah. I had a moment. That was really dope. Um, but all of that was made possible because Stuart Craig, dreamed and designed and put mm-hmm. all of these people together to put all of this stuff together to to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, benched, for me, is Michael Goldenberg. I'm sure you weren't the only one involved, but you're the one who wrote the script of Order of the Phoenix, and you ruined, you ruined it. I'm benching that little boy who came <laughs> off the bridge to talking about Harry couldn't live there with his parents, but they're dead because Voldemort <laughs> killed them. No more. Their hearts beat no more. <laughs> Little boy. 
Some of us are feeling things here, and you need to be more careful with your language. Man. Ooh. Man. Um, okay, so thank you for listening. On Wednesday, we will resume our regular schedule, and we'll be discussing Chapter 13 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Gryffindor versus Ravenclaw. Um, before that, Go you'll Ravenclaw, get, go. Yeah. Um, yes, <laughs> but also we know what's going to happen. Before that, um, you're going to get our Spoiler Heavy Cursed Child episode um so stay tuned for that if um you, if you haven't read it or if you plan on going or if you plan on reading it or plan on going to see it um it's a podcast you can go back and listen to it later yeah. um there were so many march uh things in the tour that i also feel like it's imperative to let you guys know who will be winning prisoner of azkaban if you do not vote and you can if you can be you can be behind you can be behind and, like, we'll tweet it again, but, like, you can be behind. As long as you're on Prisoner of Azkaban, you can vote. All votes are open for Prisoner of Azkaban until we watch the movie. Watch the movie and we will tweet out all along that, uh, when that date comes. Mm-hmm. But we, if, if you just started, we're on what chapter, we're about to do chapter 13. If you want to give us your votes for chapter one, we'll take them. Mm-hmm. But you just have to vote. So. Yes. Um. um yeah, and Twitter at We Black and Nerds, hashtag Wizard Team. Um, you can check out our hashtag BGNO in UK. Also, just check our timeline because that's we're like tweeting and stuff. Um, if you want to see like some of the pictures, we're gonna post like all of. We have a lot, so we couldn't <laughs> just do them all. And like you know, Wi-Fi is not our friend. everywhere. Um, so actually, the shout out to London, London Wi-Fi because it is in way more places than you would expect. And the cloud, um, Cafe Nero. Yeah, you, you a real one coming through. Um. But still, there's still moments where we don't have it, so we don't use it all the time. Um, but yeah. Yeah, make sure to check out our Instagram and our, um, if you um, are so inclined. And let us know, you know, we, we are on the timeline, so we're checking things. So, you know, it's nice if someone was like, I'm so happy for you. And I posted my picture drinking butterbeer. And like, mm-hmm. um, when we posted our picture of, <clears throat> of ourselves in front of... Uh, Nine and three quarters, I think, and, you know, there were likes and stuff. And that makes us happy that you guys are with us. It's a team. And we have a team behind us. So, yeah, we will talk to you next. Or, well, I guess in a couple of days. We'll talk to you in a couple week. of days, and then we'll get back to what we're here for, which is Harry Potter deep readings and why you don't need to jump when you get to the um, platform. Yeah. Remember the Statute of Secrecy, people. Remember it. Thank you.